Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we ask that you bring your Holy Spirit upon us this day, that we might be instruments of your grace in a world that needs to hear of your love. Help us to have the words in our mouths to proclaim your good news. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. So who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You think you know everything? Have you ever had anybody that you wanted to say that to? Maybe you've been getting your car repaired and they said something and you're like, who are you? Really? Or we all have had those experiences where we have family members or friends who are the jack of all trades but masters of none. Or someone who always knows the best answer. No matter what. They always know and they want to make sure that you know that they know what they claim to be right. Only when that person leaves, we end up saying, why does that person always have to do that? I know what's best. I know what we're supposed to do. Can you imagine being in Nazareth when Jesus comes back to the town in which was his hometown, the town of which Mary lived? And he comes to the synagogue and he opens the scroll as we heard last week and he reads from the prophet Isaiah and he closes the scroll and he says, today the word of God has been fulfilled in your hearing and all were amazed. All were amazed at what he had to say. And then Jesus prepares the people. First of all, they say, well, isn't that not Joseph's son? Now, part of that is pride and excitement. We know him. I know his dad. We know the family. Isn't that exciting? And as Jesus prepares the people, he's basically saying, you're not going to like what I have to say. You're not going to like it. Certainly you're going to say, quote the proverb, doctor, cure yourself, and you're going to want me to do all these things that you've heard I've done in Capernaum. And then he talks about two prophets, Elijah and Elisha. And certainly, during the time of Elijah, he went to the widow. Not one of the chosen people of God, but an outcast. And Elisha cured the leper, but not one of the people 
of Israel, not one of the chosen, but someone who was a foreigner, an outcast, the low of the low on the political, social, religious rung of life. And the people got angry. The people got angry at what Jesus said because they wanted to see all the things that Jesus did. You're one of us, certainly. Certainly you can do it for us. And they drove him out to that cliff and he walked through them and went on his way. Now there's a couple of things that I think we need to sort of explore and think about so we have a good understanding and we have what know what God is calling us to do today. First of all, first of all, you need to know all of you have been called by God. All of you have been called by God to go forth. Jeremiah, the story that we hear in our Old Testament lesson, is Jeremiah's call, and he doesn't know what to say. And God says, I have put my words in your mouth. And so all of us, all of you, have been called to be an instrument and a servant of the risen Christ. You have been called by God to go into the world and to proclaim the good news, and God will give you the words that you need. God will guide you. But what about those harsh words that Jesus said to the people of Nazareth? The reality is they really weren't that harsh because if we think about Dr. Cure yourself, were they in need of those things that were being done or the things that were said Hannah read from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We know it as the love chapter and we hear it at weddings and weddings and weddings and more weddings. But the reality is that chapter in 1 Corinthians is reminding us what? That the word of God is first and foremost focused in the love of God that has come to us. And that love doesn't stop just for the people of St. Paul Lutheran Church. It doesn't stop just for the people who are members of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. It just doesn't stop here. The love of God through the word of God goes out to all people. The word of God, the love of God through Jesus Christ is given to everyone. Even the outcasts. Even the ones who we might not want to think about in our world today. The love of God knows no boundaries. And the people of Nazareth didn't want to hear it. And maybe there are those here today that don't want to hear that either. Because we're afraid or we're scared or we're not sure what that means to go on the other side of town or to an area that we're confused about or an area that we're not sure about or people who look different than us. 
the gospel was not meant to be held here. The gospel, the good news, the love of God born in a manger, dying on the cross, raised from the dead to give each of us the gift and promise of new life, sends us to all corners of the world. Sends us to all the neighborhoods. Send us to the places that maybe you just wouldn't want to go. The love of God shatters through us and is there so that all may come to know the promise and gift of love through Jesus. And so as people of God who have been called by God, the words that God will give us will be words of love, not words of anger and hate, but words of love so that we may speak and share the good news. So that the widow may be taken care of and the outcast may be made well. So that the poor may have shelter and food. So that even those who are in our minds, on that marginal side of whatever, may come to know that they too are welcomed by God. You see, if we're going to be serious as a people of God in living and walking and doing what God has placed before us, if we're going to be serious when we end our worship service as we say, let us go make disciples, live faithfully, and serve others. If we're going to be serious about that, we first and foremost are going to say we're doing it out of the love of God that comes through us. And we're going to allow the word of God to be placed in our mouths and let it be said. And we're going to go where God sends us. It's sort of hard for us to imagine Jesus being drove out to the brow of a hill where people might wanted to toss him off the cliff. And yes, maybe we too might want to drive someone to the brow of the hill at some point. But remember, love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious, boastful, arrogant, or rude. And let the words of our mouths be instruments of that love in Christ Jesus. Amen.